lot of technical difficulties. We're trying to work them all out. So this is what happens. This is why I don't ever update my computer. Uh, I hope it's all sorted out now. Please let me know if it's sorted out in the chat. Uh, v no longer is on the show, unfortunately. He has moved on to bigger and better things. There is no bad blood between us. But if you did come... Uh, if you if if you did come for just for V's jokes and wisecracks and, and that sort of stuff, uh, I, I regret to inform you he is no longer with us. And as it were, we were going to end the show with that, and it, it was funny because we had joked originally that episode one hundred was going to be the last one, and then in classic V fashion, he left at episode ninety nine. So there wouldn't have even been an episode one hundred. However, uh, I did some uh, soul-searching, some reflection, and decided, tried to make a decision whether or not I would continue on with You Had Me at Bigfoot, or if we would just end it with that. And I came up with this idea that I have two names of people that I thought would be good co-hosts that could replace V. Not necessarily replace V, but uh, step in in V's place, just so that I don't want to hurt any feelings or anything or put people on the spot here or make them think that they have big shoes to fill. <clears throat> they, um, but I had two names that I thought would be a good fit for the show. And the first person that I thought or that I had on my list, my number one choice, I, uh, I called him and I said, Hey, did you want to do, did you want to be the co-host on the show now? And he said, uh, let me, let me, let me think about it. He said, let me talk to uh, some people. He had talked to his people. And within a, a day or so, he came back and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm in, I'm in. But that was like six weeks ago, right? So this new host has been your new co-host for about six weeks. But there have been a series of unfortunate events. The first two weeks where he was getting his stuff ready so that he could be on the live stream weekly and having his own area. Uh, and then after that, it was... Uh, I, I think it's something that I did. Maybe I didn't want to do the show that week. And then the following week, it was we had a YouTube strike like the day before. And then we were supposed to wait. It was supposed to be seven days or, you know, it was supposed to be seven days. It was supposed to be a week of being suspended because of the strike, because of an episode that we did, which I don't even remember. It was the president episode where we undoubtedly made fun of transsexuals. And um, so it was a week. And. The following week, seven days later, I was we were preparing to go live, and all of a sudden it said, no, you still have two days on your strikes, or on your suspension. So let it be known that if you get a strike on YouTube, it's not a week, it's not a physical week, it is a business week that you are suspended. You at seven business days. Uh, so that's why we didn't record two weeks ago. Last week, your, your new co-host here had his tooth removed and couldn't talk and this week we are here and that's why we're all fucked up with the tech uh, the technical difficulties but we're here and i'd like to introduce you to your new host uh who you you've known him from episodes past uh jerry welcome to the show jerry what's up everybody how's it going oh two of me even better uh yeah i'm excited to be here i don't think i could fill these shoes i do think that i could fill uh the big buttholes you know the v's big butthole you think you could fit fill yeah, his, his butthole I mean, to, <laughs> look if i don't make some kind of gay joke or something to 
lesson that look man you guys had it, your own rhythm and i hope that i can bring my own thing here uh, I, I do have to admit to everybody that the last time you had a strike prior to this current one that we just dealt with i was the guest you were and you were the reason <laughs> i was the reason because we bullied uh, john podesta to death <laughs> i think it was it was actually to death I've not seen him since, so he might very well, he may very well have died because of your, yeah, the horrible things that you said. That's right. He, he really finally thought hard about what he'd been doing, <laughs> and he said, you know what, I just can't be, I can't deal with myself. <laughs> that was it. So hopefully we had the same kind of success here now that I'm on the show for Full time. <laughs> what was it you yeah. said? As, as I recall, when I was asking you about filling in for V and taking over his spot, you said, I could do it with my eyes closed and both hands tied behind my back. I don't, you know, that. I think that was what you said, right? You said, I said, I don't know, V's got some big shoes that you need to fill. And you said, you your exact quote was, bitch, please, right? And I, Which I thought was weird because you said it kind of like a DMV lady, uh, bitch, please, you know, and then you said, I could, I could do it with both hands tied behind my back and my eyes closed. Um, what was really strange for me was that I burst into song. Anything you could do, I could do better. And I was dancing, and that you liked it, really, was the the spot I was surprised at. Is that... Why would that be a surprise to you? That's, like, the sort of thing... I feel like I've made it very clear in times past that that's the sort of stuff that I'm into, right? I just didn't expect you to be as musical, you know? Oh. that It's not like... Um, like a cool rock riff version of something. It's it's the kind of thing that I do that my wife says she's going to divorce me over. But I guess I, I would never that's... divorce you over that. Oh, thank God. Yeah, this is <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things. You have this problem too, where uh, you try to like you have a song in your head, so you get it out of your head, and then someone else is in the room, and that person now has it, and they and they hate you because you know it wouldn't have been there were it not for you. That's me doing that to my wife. <laughs> oh, with nothing but puns, you know, uh, musical puns is my biggest thing. And she's like, I fuck, I can't, I have to leave the room because otherwise I'll be walking out a lot further. <laughs> See, the difference between, um, the difference between me and you in that aspect is like the things that I do to my wife to drive her crazy aren't funny. And like, <laughs> So when you say, oh, the things my wife would divorce me for, ha ha ha, tee hee hee, I'm like, the things my wife would divorce me for. You know what I mean? Like, very serious, <laughs> deadpan, uh, like, these are things. Here's it, the, yeah. We've been married for 15 years now. So, I mean, um, yeah, 15 years. I was going to say, I hope, I, I hope I'm right, because if she, not that she watches this show, she never would, but, um, you know, somebody might tell her. Uh, so, what, um... You know, this is normally the time, you know the routine, right, with the duo log. Sure. So you know that what we do during this time is typically like current events sort of stuff. What did you do? We're going to pretend like you've been here all along because you have been the co-host for like the last six weeks. You just were yeah. too too busy with other things. Um, and too many teeth being removed. Yeah, exactly. And so what, what did you do this week? What did you get into this week, Jerry, that you want to talk about during the duo log? Yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, if we're not going to talk about current events for other people, because <laughs> I might as well make it about me. So has anybody had an experience with 
do you guys have Aspen Dental where you are? Is that a yeah. national chain? Yeah. Okay. So anybody in the chat... It's like the McDonald's mind. of dentistry, right? Dude, <laughs> it, it really is. You call and they tell you that you're calling the particular office, but you're actually calling a call center. And it's like the one call center with people from America in it still, which is also jarring because you talk to someone who's who doesn't necessarily have your accent, but they're also from the country you're in. <laughs> like it's this, but you were calling the same city you're in. Like it's this weird thing. So, uh, yeah, I, all right, this was some months back. And then they, you know, I hadn't been to the dentist in 15 years or so. And they did all these x-rays and stuff. And they're like, all right, you need four root canals you need all this sort of stuff. And I said, well, I don't, I, I can't sell my kid. I just got her, you know what I mean? That's, it's, it'd be rude. Uh, she, she hasn't appraised in value yet. That'd be unfair to do to her. So they ate, you know, I think they get more valuable with time, right? I think so, not too much time. I mean, you have to, oh fuck. I, Cause I- What about yeah, like, what about Dude, color? What about the models and the colors? <laughs> Well, that's just it. See, it depends on the taste of, like, what's hot at the moment, what's a rarity, you know. Does this one have a club foot? Whatever. It's one of those kinds of things, because we know the type of people who <clears throat> traffic in these kinds of areas. What, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> let's get let's get another strike today already. Yeah. For how many minutes are we in? Ten? Maybe. Yeah, something like that. It would be funny if we got a strike off the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to get you to say his I name. Well, I don't know. I liked I liked the idea of doing the show, so I was like, should I say it? <laughs> I will just make. I keep telling people this. Like, if ever we get shut down, uh, we'll just rebrand the show as "You Had Me at Wendigo," and we'll just start oh, over yeah. fresh, and no one will. <laughs> we'll say we're totally unrelated to those bastards over at "You Had Me at Bigfoot." And we're way less race, way less racist over here on You Had Me at Wendigo. <laughs> will be our shtick. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're a lot more careful with our mouths on this show as opposed <laughs> to those jackoffs who said that Tony Podesta and John Podesta traffic children. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally. You look, we're different. We're apples different, and different oranges. Jokes. We apples would never. We yeah. would never, under any circumstances, mm -hmm. accuse no. John or Tony Podesta, <laughs> or any of their friends, like Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, perhaps even yeah. their daughter, Chelsea Clinton, um, Barack Obama, Michael Obama, uh, who else? Um, what's that guy's name? Uh, K-Pax, Kevin Spacey. Uh, 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 Chris Tucker was on uh, the flight Chris list. Chris Tucker, I, yeah. There was, um, oh, d uh, the cellist with the very not- not American name. Um, he was just in the, the uh, Miss Ghislaine Maxwell. Speaking of, have you heard the news? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this gal? This gal? You got it. You're doing it wrong. You got to go. Have you heard about this one? You know, you got to really like wave your arms and let people know that you're about to drop a bombshell on them. Have you heard the news? You know, that's what you got to do. Well, let me tell you something there, Tom. Get out your Warner Brothers umbrella, because I'm about to drop a bomb on you. You ever heard about this girl? <laughs> My little miniature umbrella. Yeah, the Wiley e. Coyote. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You get out your Acme. Get out your Acme umbrella, because I got some bomb news to tell you. Just I'm about to rain on your parade here. That's it.
raining man and just million maxwell trafficking and children hey 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 see that's what we need to do we need to write the musical of Ghislaine maxwell and how she trafficked children we could dude. go on broadway with that dude could you imagine i and i'm thinking of this right now like imagine <laughs> this is an awful thought god help me well that's what the show imagine, is about you know that yeah 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 dude imagine thinking about this right you're Ghislaine maxwell you're the one with the money you're the one with the prestige you're the one with the ted talk right which no one wants to talk about there's the ted talk where she talked about oceans and stuff and imagine you come in second place do you understand my vibe everybody knew who jeffrey epstein was right. t-shirts were made hashtags the whole thing and meanwhile she's sitting there going I don't know what else I have to do to get, to get some recognition around here. You know what that is? I can tell you what happened. I can tell you what happened. Okay. This is the human trafficking wage gap. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> because he's because he's a male. Percent of the recognition. She only gets seventy percent of the human trafficker recognition. So that's I just solved it for you. But yeah, that's Dude. no. I get it. She's get, but that's why she didn't kill herself or let herself be killed in prison because she wanted the spotlight. So. Oh, and how, yes, but how embarrassing is that, right? Okay, I'm finally going to have my day in the sun. I'm going to have my day in court. I've got my hair done all nice and jail jailed, which we know what that is. The security guard gave me some of his spunk and oh, I'm feeling Jerry. Well, we all know what the <laughs> truth is. So, the, And then she comes to court, right? And she goes, well, who's who's that next to the stenographer? Oh, and they go, oh yeah, well, there are no cameras allowed in... This is a federal court. proceeding, Miss Wax Maxwell. Yeah, so the best you're gonna get is are these drawings and we've hired this local uh, handicapped woman off the pier <laughs> who was doing a caricature off of balloon, no balloon off of fiverr it's somebody off of fiverr <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes yeah exactly oh poor woman. yeah she sent in just balloon the balloon head caricatures of past presidents um, <laughs> you, you know what the best part of, is is yeah. there's some guy, right, under our imaginary version of this where it's somebody off of Fiverr and not like a professional who's normally assigned to that office um, and who's done it for years and probably was, like, there for the 1980s, any, like, some very, like, high-profile cases. But this Fiverr, this woman off of Fiverr, there was a guy, right, because mm -hmm. um, there's always a guy. It's not, you never, like, tell a story about a chick who was doing something. You always tell a story about a guy. Uh, there was a guy... Yeah, it was a woman. Even when it was a woman. Right. There was this guy, Diane. Listen. There was... Yeah. This fella, Diane. He was an accountant, right? He's the CPA. He went to school. He got his business administration degree, and then he went and got his CPA uh, so that he could... You know, he, he thought he was going to go and become, like, the... Um, the accountant of the stars, or like the high and mighty, the the powerful, right? He thought he was going to be SDNY's CPA, and 
he ended up getting brought on to just make uh, you know the decisions, the day-to-day bean counter decisions there at the at the courthouse, the federal courthouse, where mm-hmm. he would have to, and he doesn't even get to make the decisions. He has to find three different quotes from people on Fiverr who can come in and do the paintings for the federal courtroom. And so he finds these three choices, and then he has to go and present them to the to the guy who who really doesn't care at the end of the day because he's like you know he's like you don't get to decide, but you're gonna bring them to me so I can belittle you, and I can I can show you how little your opinion means to me, right? So like when he comes in, he's like, all right, I've got these three, I've got this one right here is Janice so and so she does she's done it for ten years, and then the guy behind the desk he's like I don't care. Any one of them is fine. Just do the second one. He's like, do you want to hear anything about the second one? No. Do you want to hear the name of the second one? No. Like, anything about them? What if it's like a... Can I just... Can you please just hear me out? This is like my whole day. I've been working on this for weeks. And he's like, no, just do the second one. And then so the dude goes back and he calls up this handicapped woman on the pier who, like, happens to have a fiber profile. And he's like, hey, man, guess what? (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're not going to believe the news that I've got for you, is what he says. He has to do that, because that's part of his duty description. But yeah, that's that's how it all played out, yeah, I imagine. That's right. Had, he tries right? to make it more exciting for both him and them, you know? So he's like, <laughs> well, she's a cripple. Your, I hope you got your raincoat on near that pier, because I'm about to run a big old kablooey in the ocean. You gonna get wet. Are you sitting down? I know you are, because you're handicapped. But go ahead and sit down extra hard, because I got some news for you, and you're not going to believe it. You've been hired to come in and paint Ghislaine Maxwell's face in various poses as she looks around the courtroom. And with the same people sitting next to him, so you're going to do one a day of the different clothing, and that's it. And then you're going to go home and get your $5 every day. Because it's fi- it's Fiverr. So at the end of the day, he's just going to shell out $5 for the, the one thing. And that's where she fucked up, and she should have done a better job of like writing her description, right? Yeah, so. dude, is it is it bad too? By the way, that the whole time we're talking about this, I'm actually just imagining more ways that the guy telling this handicapped woman the news <laughs> would try to be excited, like more phrases. I want to hear this. <laughs> like, I want to hear more. <laughs> yeah, I'm like here. I want to hear more about how this guy I made his day and her day at once. You know, and it's just I'm hearing you talk, but in in the in my mind, I'm hearing. You're hearing what, Jerry? You're hearing what, Jerry? I didn't hear you. There you are. I'm hearing what? Are you okay, Jerry? Can you guys at least still hear me? Please let me know if you can hear me, uh, and we will, uh, let me see if we can work this out real quick.
Can you guys hear Jerry now? Are we back? Are we back? Tom, good, Jerry, not. Well, it's also... There are a few seconds behind us. But anyways, oh, okay. so here's... Uh, so I want to hear, like you were saying, what are some of these other examples? First of all, I want to hear like all the panic because as I was watching your screen, I have your yeah. screen over here, and I could see you right. panicking as you froze and then started to come back, and I could see the panic in your face. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting here watching it play out, and, um, you know, it was a lot of fun for me. Okay, so they can hear us both now. So it was a lot of fun for me to watch that, but unfortunately, I don't... Maybe they could, and we'll see on the replay when I go through and hear it out. Um, we'll see what you looked like. But, yeah, it looked like there was some, some chaos on your end. But let's hear, do you, did, you, did you lose all the jokes that you came up with in that time while you were scrambling? Or do you still have some examples of the, the CPA of the stars reaching out to the Fiverr on the docks? Do you have anything about from them? Well, the one I can, the one I can remember now is... <laughs> but I hope you got two of those os oxygen masks put them on your ears because I'm about to blow your head up with this information you got the job yeah, that, was... <laughs> that one looks or that one it, it, I would almost say that that one go, like reaches but it doesn't it, yeah. it stops just short of that line you know what I mean so started the absurd okay taking the two and putting them on their ears because <laughs> why would you do that because why would you do that and then the second part is what is going on in these masks it's <laughs> oxygen <laughs> it works though like i said it it stops just short of the absurd the Stop. two absurd yep that's it yeah you can't go any further than that I'm not sure where you would go from there either, by the way. Like, I'm not... <laughs> Mike says it looks like, uh, apparently, when you were panicking, he says it looks like you farted and it was wet. So. I, I'm, you know. Tom, I have to admit something. Um, <laughs> we were talking about this before the show started, right? Somebody shitting their pants. And... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And here's, you know, I just have to admit that. We, Tom is a very good friend of mine, and he completely throttled the show because he knows my oops face, <laughs> my oopsie poopsies face. He knows it. He's seen it, and uh, I smelled he it. Right, he's he's been in proximity, <laughs> and he was nice enough to throttle the show and act like we were having audio issues. When really I was having a, a poopsie oopsie. But in, in in reality, Jerry shit in the lab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's all the, the robot has killed itself behind me, ex machina style. Your background really reminds me of that um, Dexter's Laboratory song. Remember when he's like, "Uh oh, Dexter's in the lab again." Remember that song? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's it's. Uh-oh, back to the lab again. Oh, no, back to the lab again. We messed up. Back to the lab again. Not again, back to the lab again. That's the lyrics of the chorus. And um, 
It's a really good song. I recommend it. It was on it was on Cartoon Network for a long time. Uh, I was watching Cartoon Network well into my late thirties, and the because um, <laughs> I still, in fact, watch Cartoon Network, and not when my say, kids are around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was a teenager when that song came out. I was in I was almost eighteen years old, and I would often you know I would sit around like, oh, it's that Dexter's Laboratory song coming on. Um, I would get very excited about that. So if you haven't already, I encourage you to go listen to uh, <laughs> Back to the Lab again from Cartoon Network's 2001, um, uh, whatever, I, little... A space Odyssey. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Um, I, still do, <laughs> I, I still do enjoy Cartoon Network, though, to this day. I, I watch, um, you know, uh, I watch it more than I should. But I do watch mm-hmm. a lot of Adult Swim, but, you know, when it's on Adult Swim, I don't feel like changing the channel just because the time of day changes, right? You know, and then yeah. I'll watch mm-hmm. Teen Titans Go. I might watch a little Craig of the Creek. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So what I want to do is we're we're already coming up on the 36-minute mark. And mm-hmm. uh, granted, we've only had about, what, 13 minutes of content. The rest <laughs> of it has been, <laughs> it's been whatever else. Are you um, saying that I debased myself <laughs> <laughs> with a wet fart and somehow that's not worthy of not at all is that or is that the 16 minutes of that's part of yeah that's part of the 13 minutes i was counting that okay uh, what i wasn't counting was the whole the whole bit with the you better put those oxygen oh. masks up on your ears. i don't count that because i didn't think it was as funny as the shitting your pants in the lab um oh. no uh what i do want to do is um, well, first we have to we have to say hello to the people in the chat, and I know you remember this. We we say we we welcome everyone specifically by name in the chat, and then we do a toast to uh, you know whatever whatever's hot at the moment, and sure. um, you know we we decide. And as I'm talking, anybody in the chat who has anything that they want us to cheers to or toast to, please let us know in the chat, and you know maybe I'll maybe I'll use that. Um, and we'll decide when the time comes. But it has been a long time. And I do, I don't know if V's out there and if he's listening secretly or if he's listening later. Uh, I do want to say hi to V if he does happen upon this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do want to say hi to the FBI guy in the chat. Uh, but <laughs> let's say hi to the people who are, in fact, in the chat. Mike in Manitoba, your face, who I don't know who he is, but, uh, you know, he opened us up with. Um, episode 100. He was probably more excited than we were, as a matter of fact. Uh, <laughs> Megabit Band. At that time, probably. Yeah, no, we were we were still trying to figure out the audio situation, which we still haven't figured out. I'll have to deal with that this week. Uh, Megabit Banshee, who I'm, you know, again, I get to watch the... Lots going on with Megabit Banshee. I don't want to give away too much, but I, I love being able to watch his uh, his his family as they develop. And you know all about this. He he recently had a child, but you know all that as you're a new dad and you got the new mom and you get to, you don't get to see it because you're kind of like on the inside, but the rest of us get to watch it and cheer you on. Um, that's what we're doing right now with Megabit. He's got a brand new little baby and, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm loving watching the, the images on Instagram as he, as he gets to be a new daddy and his mom, his wife gets to be a new mommy. Uh, Monster Radio, welcome Ephraim Flores and Joseph Byrer. Uh, Ephraim, Ephraim Flores, uh, I'm going to get it right one of these days. Ephraim, Ephraim Flores. I, I wrote it down wrong and it's no longer on my, 
you know, my, my dashboard here. But apparently he's related to Megabit. So the funny thing is, like, half the people who are watching right now are in cahoots with Megabit. So, like, half of our audience <laughs> is Megabit or Megabit adjacent. And also, welcome Buzz, who has just made himself known. And we have the super fan who is watching and drinking a bottle of wine right now. I want to make sure that we say welcome to him as well. Uh, so, yeah, see, and that's the sort of attitude that I was hoping you would bring to this show. A welcoming, you know, you just jump in on top. Hey, welcome. You know, I'm here too. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Hey, look, We're all... We are nothing but inclusive here at this show. <laughs> You what about what I mean? the transgenders? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a... No, we don't have enough money. No, I guess we don't. I tried to cut so... it away to the J-Rab thing when you were trying to, like, when you were doing <laughs> the distancing that. yourself from that question. I tried to pull yeah. away for you, but... <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with corporate. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and I appreciate I just... that. I just started here, and I don't want to... I'm trying to be the good company man, you know? <laughs> I want to... Uh, what was it you said? I um, I just want to play ball. I'm just here to play ball. That's it. Just here to play ball. You know what? I got a bat. There's four bases. Let's do this thing, you know? And uh, after that, it's it's above my pay. It's uh, That's up to God and, and, and the corporate. <laughs> I uh, all right. So here's what we'll do. Here's what uh, yes. I think we're gonna do. Um, I'll do the shot, and uh, I I feel like the the topic that we're covering here. You know, the thing about this episode is we can kind of be like, oh well, you know, it doesn't have to be about anything because it's our hundredth episode. So we can just be like, oh, it was our hundredth episode special, or because the topic that we're covering today I don't think will necessarily cover an hour we can kind of goof off a little bit and I know we have a sure. game ready uh, that uh, we're going to do here in a minute but I think um, I don't want you to feel pressured like we have to do anything but I do have I don't want you to feel pressured as if like I'm the, the adult trying to like coax a teenager off of the internet to, <laughs> to, I've been watching that Pop Squad which by the way I, I told Megabit about I said hey Jerry told oh, really? me about this fucking uh, Pop Squad thing, and it's really good. I've watched through most of his episodes now, and you know what I love about Pop Squad is you're, it's like first-person shooter, right? Because he's got yep. the GoPro right here. So you're always yep. seeing his hands coming out yeah, and talking or whatever. <laughs> he's like, it's like you're, uh, I just want you to that? stay an arm's reach away from me, because if, <laughs> if you get any closer, we're going to have a problem, Okay. That's right. so all you see and is you those hands. That, you know, when you're outside and he's got the light behind him, like from a street light or, uh, you know, uh, uh, like from a parking garage or something, you just see these hands. It's like this. <laughs> and then there's nothing but shadows, too. So you just see, like, this hooded dude, hooded tattooed dude doing this at a guy <laughs> who was there to beat, like, a 12-year-old for candy or whatever. Right, right. For candy. As if that's how people and, lure people out. Oh, dude, so, I can't, what I can't believe with those is how little they actually try. It makes me wonder, like, what... Has the game... Okay. <laughs> I guess what I'm Finish trying to Finish that sentence. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is... Is, is it... <laughs> It can't be that kids are so stupid, right? Like, you... Okay, 
there's there's been obviously very little motivation for these predators to up their game. You understand? Like they're not making it. It's not that much more appealing to be an old predator on like uh I don't know grinder or something, right? Like one of those. Yeah, whatever the app is that whatever he happens to catch that one. <laughs> yeah, which is ironic. Like you know, some kid goes on. What? Uh, hey, Davy, what? what <laughs> What app are you on? Oh, I'm on Touch a Kid. <laughs> That's how they get you. You know, and, and you make a good point here. Is it real? Yeah, it turns out it's real. I find... <laughs> you make a really good point because this is something that is systemic across all of the uh, the Predator shows, the Predator catching shows, right? It's like, it's never like a really... You never see somebody on there who's like, you could tell that perhaps they live a life of academia elsewhere right. other than because we only see oh they came here because they said oh i can't wait to fuck your tiny butthole right like right, yeah. that's what we hear of yeah. them and then when they present themselves they're just a train wreck of a human being because they're right. in a panic they've yep. got all this stuff going on and they don't speak well in that moment right because they're in trouble and yeah. so all we have is there's their disgusting chat that they think is very private and then the moment that they're caught we never we don't know what's going on elsewhere like when they're not doing either of those things but the thing is never once has there been somebody who presented themselves who you were like wow this is a smart dude like i bet that this dude is currently a tenured professor at yale like it's yeah. never that guy right no and i think i mentioned this to you off the air well course off the air everything's but, been off the air <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> until now um there was a guy on the pop squad show who lives in my neighborhood oh yeah 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 and it was this weird thing to see him on the oh, i mean obviously like first you're like how do i know that guy like <laughs> and, and you find this out like while your wife's pregnant you're like wait a minute what oh. how do i know this guy right and then you realize like you just it, it's in your brain but it goes back there you know you, you go on with the rest of your day and then you go to your local best buy <laughs> and he's checking the he's checking everybody at the door and you're like what fucking what and then after that you walk around your neighborhood one night and he's just taking out his trash up the street from you and you're like, and you know what's the craziest part about that, dude? Here's the craziest part. The dude on the Pop Squad show lives around the corner from the guy my friends and I used to affectionately call Mike the Molester. <laughs> who one time tried to get me and my buddy Wyatt to come into his house after school. He's like, oh, you guys just got out of school. You want to come in the house and I'll, like, make you guys sandwiches or... I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. We were looking on his... This is what it was. I used to do a bit on this in my stand-up. The guy used to put wooden ducks on his front lawn. You know, like the ones that spin when, in, right, in the right. wind. So we were, like, staring at his weird fucking ducks, right? And he's he comes outside and he goes, You boys like those ducks? I make them myself. You want to come inside into the wood shop in the basement? And my buddy Wyatt, dude, my buddy Wyatt goes, yeah, we'll come in. And I fucking look at him like, dude, we're going in Mike the Molester's house. He goes, hey, consider it a challenge. There's two of us. 
he's a little old. And we're like, dude. <laughs> and this is what peer pressure can do. And I don't know if I should be saying this to like new parents or what, but like whoever's that new parent out there keep in mind it's how megabit. powerful peer pressure he's, is yeah he's got a name oh, i'm sorry yeah sorry megabit <laughs> i forgot i get i forget all right let me tell you something megabit there's gonna come a day when your child may be with a friend who has a stronger personality <laughs> <laughs> and eventually they agree to go into mike the molester's house into the basement where he makes and we did this by the way we went in his basement where he made the wooden ducks and then we sat in his kitchen and drank soda and left you guys didn't and even I, get molested well this was the thing I actually said to Wyatt afterwards I was like so I went to a molester's house and all I got was this <laughs> can of soda and all I got was like one or two fingers it, dude you know I was like in my stand up I said you know all I got was this wooden duck you know, because that's <laughs> that's funnier. But the truth, the truth is, we went in. There I went in there for a dude fuck, and I ended up getting coming away with a wooden wooden duck. <laughs> you, have, you, have to, you have to swap the letters. It has to be whimsically rhythmic. You know, I went to the molester for a boy fuck. Instead, you know, I walked out his house with this wooden duck. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> no, and I'll tell you why that's not going to happen to uh, Megabit's child, is because um, if if not for the dozen or so uh, bigger, tougher Hispanic guys that are already in that child's presence, uh, I have already vowed that I would give my life for Megabit's child. Um, okay. Yeah, so... If ever that so if ever he thinks that nobody is watching his child, think again, because I am I am a watchful guardian, uh, uh, or a, a silent protector, a watchful guardian, a dark knight, for exclusively Megabit's child, and that's it. Anybody else's child is fair game, but Megabit's child, I will not, I will I will be on all sorts of balconies watching out uh, the, under the cover of darkness as they make right. their way home and until they get into the door and then I'll go on about my business or whatever but that's that's my thing that's what I do um and that's the services that I offer I um call me 555 <laughs> watchful guardian silent protector um dark knight you had me at cowl <laughs> that's it. yeah except for I, I wear a mask that's like the opposite it's just like this so it's just like a regular like mask that people wear now, right? So I'm like the opposite Batman, but I just wear this mask. Um, you got the bandana. Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, um, if anyone, you know, if ever you wondered, I do have I thought I this thing hoping, right here. I was hoping somewhere <laughs> in my heart. It was funny because, you know, I live in one of those states where different cities have gotten the opportunity to make choices about whether you have to. But... Uh, generally it sucks and you do well you know you do and uh my father-in-law picked out his you know new season jacket like old jacket but you know oh it's winter coming let's get this jacket and he found the bandana and he was like all right i don't wear this shit because it's because it's not cool you know but but if in the event there's some emergency it's in my it's staying in my jacket and i will right. do it yeah you gotta have them in your pockets just in case uh like the only time i've ever worn one this whole pandemic was in like hospitals or 
uh, dentist mm-hmm. office or whatever. if it's like a medical facility, I'll wear it. Um, only because I know that they can be like, no, you need to fuck off because yeah. you're not like this is a medical <laughs> institution. Like you can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do the shot. And uh, Megabit, his reaction to your story was, bruh, bruh. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) So just, I don't know what that means, um, you know, but whatever. This right here, this is an interesting thing. uh, You know, not that we're like an alcohol review channel, but that's kind of what we've become. This is the pickle shot. It's a dill pickle vodka. And it's terrible. But... It's, uh, I've had some before. I took, uh, we did a shot on Thanksgiving, my wife and I, um, mm-hmm. we, uh, who are very much in love. And I like to say that because, <laughs> you know, I guarantee she's like wondering at certain points, she's like, I bet he goes on there and all these girls or whatever are messaging him, which is A, not true, but B, right. like, I talk about her and I say my wife and whatever. So if I can like elevate that and be like my wife who I am very much in love with, and I can, like, force that on all the groupies or whatever. Um, <laughs> that way she never has an excuse, and when it comes time for... When she divorces me, naturally, for gaining way too much weight and not taking care of myself, I can be like, listen, you can't use the podcast as an excuse or whatever because I was very publicly affectionate about you. But, yeah, we, 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 did, it, we did a shot of this uh, for Thanksgiving, and it was mm-hmm. terrible. But I yeah. wanted to share in that awfulness with yeah. those of you loyal uh, fan at home and mm-hmm. my mother. The fan and my mother. Fan <laughs> and or my mother. But to uh, Joseph Byrer wants to cheers to Edgar Madison Welsh, who's the guy who, uh, if I recall, he's the one who shot up the, the pizza gate or whatever. He shot up pizza. Oh, is that the guy? Pizza. Um, oh, good. I don't know that... I guess he must have been released by now, right? Because he was sentenced to four years. And this was, you know, four or five years ago. Um, right. So I don't really want to cheers to that guy yes. because his dad is an FBI or a CIA agent. He's a spook. So I'm not I'm not sure I'm into that, Joseph, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> the enthusiasm. Uh, I will cheers to... Did you have anything you'd like to cheers to as we move on to the next part of the show? Oh, man. You know, I kind of wanted to just go a little bit sweet and say, to new beginnings. To new beginnings. That's the best That's the best one. I always cheers to new be- new beginnings. As mm-hmm. many times as I have clinked glasses with my wife, it is always to new beginnings. Because, <laughs> and it's become a joke after 15 years. Like, mm-hmm. we're clearly beyond to new beginnings. But it's funny. So to new beginnings. Mm-hmm. To Jerry being on the show. I like that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, a lot of people were very happy to hear. I didn't tell anybody. I told one person that you were going to be the new uh, the new host. Well, I told V because he asked if I had replaced him. And I said, yeah, I told him that it was you. And he said, good choice. Solid choice was oh, what he okay. said. And then given uh, the text messages I got from him, I didn't expect that. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like the gun emoji, the knife emoji, the skull emoji three times or whatever. Um, And then I told Jacob, and that's it. But then, yeah, the people who were surprised, which I had totally forgotten that there were going to be people who were surprised that you were the new host. Um, (laughs) They were like, there was some, a lot of very positive, oh, nice, he's a funny bastard. And then then Megabit did the wavy hands or whatever. So, 
Yeah, so people people are pleased to have you here. I'm pleased to have you here. It's awesome to have you here. I hate being the... I've always said this whenever you came on the show. I hate being the third funniest person on the show. I'm back to being the second funniest person on the show, and I'm totally okay with that. So to Jerry, so, welcome welcome to the show, Jerry. Well, thank you. Mm. Yuck. And even though I drank something, I don't feel like I drank the right thing. So next time, I will make sure to have... We have these... Um, if nothing else, we have bottles of wine. My, uh, in real life, well, a, a person, an in real life person, every year gives, <laughs> uh, gives a bottle of wine to my wife and I, and my wife and me. Once... Oh yeah, she gives it to me. Yes, my wife and me, and never <laughs> once did we really ask for it. Like I'm always like, oh, this is nice, thank you, you know. And you would think like. When you don't come back and say, "Oh, it tastes like oh, we opened that bottle. It tasted so good." I've never. They're all still unopened. Every <laughs> so there's just three bottles to four bottles. I don't remember how many bottles of wine just in my kitchen, completely unopened for years and years now. <laughs> so maybe I'll get. I'll bring a little class to this show. And, bring some uh, wine. Bring yeah. I'll I'll drink some wine. And or I'll I'll match you in shitty drinks. <laughs> and I I used to I had done a show called Pint of Comics, a couple of more, more than a couple of times. And one of the time you know it's often it's drinking and talking about comic books and comic related stuff. And so one time, have you ever had Malort's? No. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, it's awful. And they know it. <laughs> That's the other thing. They have embraced that their product is shit, and so it's like kind of like that, you know. It's like that band who knows they're not good. Everybody knows they're not good, but they go hang out, and you know they're like, like oh yeah, Green Day. Right, except they're like, you know, oh we're gonna mess this up, but you guys know that already. <laughs> right. Oh, so that you had me at Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it may perfectly be for the show, and I think. If we get some Malorts, we should try that. And because um, that was like one of the host John's favorite thing to like do to new guests. He was like, this is fucking awful. And if you could drink this and focus on what we're talking about, we'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, it <laughs> looks it was, terrible. Jepson's? Jepson's yes, Malort liquor? Malort. Yes, exactly. All right. It's, it, I'm telling you, dude, I think... If we can get that, you and I, maybe next week, we'll do a shot <laughs> together of the worst shit ever. <laughs> oh. I don't, you know, it reminds me of um, Lafroig, right? Have you mm -hmm. ever drank Lafroig? No, but that sounds awful. Yeah, it's a it's a Scotch whiskey, very Ooh. very okay. not good. I yeah. like it. I do like it. I'm one of the guys who like you either love it mm -hmm. or you've never had it, or you just you had it and you're like, oh. Right. You know, there yeah. those are the three options, right? And <laughs> there's no like there's nobody who's like, "Oh, I had it. It was okay. It had a distinct taste of blah 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 blah." I'll never have it again though. You know, it's right. either you love it, never had it, or who could do this? And like that was their gimmick as they had like uh, people reviewing it and they would say, "Oh, it tasted like licking the inside of the devil's purse." You know, like, or it was like, it was like eating an entire ashtray, you know, with mm -hmm. no teeth, you know, 
And that was the... Uh, I enjoy it. I drink a lot of it. My wife keeps threatening, and I hope that she doesn't. Because mm-hmm. I love it. But I drink... Oh, she wants the... to throw it out on you? No, 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 no. Not at all. The oh, opposite, okay. in fact. Okay. I drink the 10-year <laughs> stuff. By a case. Oh, I see. And because mm-hmm. because I'm cheap, right? I'm not like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I'm not one of those pretentious drinkers. Or I'll drink no, with. Yeah. I mostly drink here on the show. That's it. I really mm-hmm. only drink on Wednesdays. The only other times I ever drink are I'll have a beer with my neighbor maybe mm-hmm. once or twice a week, and I haven't in a long time. Or I'll have a friend of mine from church. He comes over, or I'll go over to his house, and we'll have you know a couple glasses of whatever, and that's it. I'm not mm-hmm. like a guy who will, and I know a lot of people who I know and love, who will drink a lot and to excess, mm-hmm. and then they can function or whatever the next day, and they're whatever, right. and they're smarter men than I am. Um, but like they, that's their thing. They enjoy doing that. Sure. I can't sit down and drink a bottle of whatever and then feel good about myself. I think hey, I think I is feel that it? Guilty. By the way, is that it? I'm feeling there's a connection between. The example you just gave and our critique of the guys that are on pop squad what um (laughs) because you just said oh i know a lot like not that your friends that you know fall in this category but i'm saying you said oh there are these people out there that drink to excess or they drink very high class stuff they're busy you know what I'm saying? Uh, am they're, I they're... was I describing a pedophile? Like hi, was I describing <laughs> what I, human what traffickers? I getting, <laughs> what I was getting at was that maybe the more distinguished, you know, cuz we keep saying that we oh, the guy in sweatpants at the subway waiting to pick up an 11-year-old <laughs> was not didn't look the most put together. What <laughs> didn't have <laughs> didn't have the theory of relativity under his arm. No, he Whatever. hadn't quite figured out string theory yet for the sciences. No, no. He's like, yo, I got... I got sun-kissed. <laughs> no, but let me finish. Let me finish. I apologize to our Coca-Cola sponsor. No, <laughs> yeah. As if Coca-Cola would sponsor us. We're more of a diet lightning or a mountain lightning. <laughs> um, but no, my... Uh, no, but that's that's the thing. It's like these people who are way harder workers or much smarter than I am, they drink way more than I do. And that, you know, gets me thinking, like, maybe I should be <laughs> drinking more often. But no, um, mm-hmm. she keeps she keeps threatening because I'm a 10-year drinker. I'm a 10-year Laphroaig drinker. And she was talking oh. recently about, uh, I think I got quarter cask. I got a quarter cask bottle, and then I've got the select version of it. They recently, at her place of employment which i don't i don't know that i've said on the show but if i haven't already then i'm gonna keep it a secret and if i have already then you already know uh but at her place of business she has recently discovered that or they recently received like the 25 year version of lafroy but it is like seven hundred dollars like it is very expensive wow and she, she threatened to get it for me for Christmas, and I said, no, 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 please do not get that for me for Christmas. Like, that is way too much money for, for I mean, I would absolutely enjoy it, and I would, you'd find me, like, with, like, one of those Capri Sun straws sipping up every last <laughs> dribble of it, but I said, no, 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 I said, no, and she said, well, maybe for graduation, because I graduate this summer, believe it or not, anybody who's been watching, and there she is right now, speak of the devil, 
Um, anyone who has been watching since, uh, see, I shouldn't have said devil. She's giving me a look now. Um, anybody who's been watching for the last three years knows that I started doing seminary three years ago. Uh, well, two and a half years ago or so. And I am coming up on graduation. This is a three-year program, a 96-semester-hour program. Uh, so He's coming up. I want everyone to sing the uh, the vitamin C song graduation (laughs) when that time comes. But no, she she said that fine. Then for graduation, and I said no, 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 because that's Mm -hmm. again that's way too much money to be spending on me. And um, is my opinion on the matter. So, Uh, but yeah, do you feel like you could ever spend years? Wow, that's that's got to be delicious. That kind of money on a booze? I don't know, and that's why I think I'm so adamant that she not do it is because that is a lot of money for alcohol especially for something that would be something i'll tell you what that'd be something that i'd probably have a glass of with my friend from church and Mm -hmm. then i hold it over his head for the rest of our friendship (laughs) you know i'll be like remember that time that i invited you over for lafroy 25 year 700 uh and you enjoyed it and we smoked a cigar over it and i'd probably pair it with a very expensive cigar because that's what we do we we smoke a cigar and we drink scotch or wine or whatever that's our that's our thing so let's move on because i know we're, we're we're past the hour mark and people are ready to go ahead and you know turn off the show if we don't get funny <laughs> that, that's the thing if we're not funny by the first hour then people start t- tuning out so right. i i know you you said you wanted to start off with a bang and you wanted to come in and start the show both guns blazing and i said have i got the game show for you so <laughs> i have um something that and, and what i'll do is i'll real quick i'll i'll, I'll give you an example of what we're going to be talking about this game show to understand it to give you some context and i know you did some research this week because i i gave you that much i said the game show is going to be about yemen's uh barhout well right so it's located right. in yemen and i did you do some research on this i did look at a couple articles a lot of it actually it's kind of funny i don't know where you got the um motivation or the inspiration but i noticed that there was some activity there in the last couple of months actually Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep that's where it came up it popped up on me and so that's that's where it kind of presented itself and i I don't remember what i was maybe it was on facebook and it said hey you know check out these reels i'm a real whore like i'll look Mm -hmm. at the reels and i'll watch (laughs) the reels and before i know it i'll be 30 minutes deep into a reel (laughs) Uh, binge and Mm -hmm. you know I think that's where this came from but if you look at this and I don't want you to say any words of what it reminds you of (laughs) but (laughs) I want you to um, I want you to just look at this Yemen's um, well of bar hout and just just drink it in right yeah like yeah no seriously (laughs) it's a little much dude I showed my wife that picture and then subsequent pictures thereafter and she said you know that first picture doesn't even really do it justice it just looks like you know like a pop zit or something yeah and, it just looks like a th- gaping zit hole yeah, right that's yeah like you had this big big black head you know and it just kept oozing out or whatever and then there's enough there's a hole still left in your pore your pore is still wide open Yes, we're avoiding saying what we could be saying. 
but <laughs> it's a desert butthole. <laughs> yeah, it's a desert butthole, guys. Come on. Um, so, but look at the yeah, it's a gaper. Like yeah. you said, I didn't even. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll never. I never thought about that. And I watch a lot of like zip popping videos and like cyst yep. popping videos. But yeah, this is what what those folks on TikTok and those folks on Reddit uh, uh, pop popping or whatever. I, I forget what the subreddit. I follow it. I'm not distancing really? myself from it, but <laughs> I, I follow it. And um, I saw, I, like I said, I'm not distancing myself from it. But it does look like that. It looks like a bit of a gaper. Now I found this picture here, and I thought it was a beautiful picture. To yeah. contrast, I want there to be some kind of dichotomy of like <laughs> this beautiful picture. And the game show that we're about to play, okay? Yeah, let's do it. So this game show, I've I've designed a game show based off of when I discovered. So this is what happened, and this is the turn of events that led to this game show. And I hope everyone's listening very carefully because this is going to be. I thought it was the funniest thing, and I was laughing to myself about it. And my wife and my kids happened to be there as I think I was doing the dishes or something, and I was laughing as I was thinking of this game. And they and my wife was like, "What are you thinking? What are you laughing about?" And I said, "Ah, it's this game that we're gonna do on the show." I said, "But I can't talk about it with Xander around, right?" My, Xander, my oldest son. I said, "I can't talk about it with my kids or with the kids around because it's extremely inappropriate." But mm-hmm. um, so this game show that we're going to play, it's called <laughs> it's called Yemen's Well of Barhout. Or artificial neovaginal reconstruction. Okay. And the purpose of the game... No, hear me out. Hear me out. The purpose of the game is I'm going to say something. I'm going to say a fact about... I'm just going to say a fact. And you have to determine whether I'm talking about Yemen's well of Barhout (laughs) or if I'm talking about the artificial neovaginal reconstruction, right? So, like... I can't believe I'm saying this, but <laughs> I, I'm actually very thrilled. Not only that that was your choice on how to do this, but I'm like, I guess what I'm saying is I can't believe I'm definitely like there's when you said <laughs> what you just said and I heard description rather than picture. <laughs> I was Woo! like, all right. <laughs> I can you know, deal with that. I was like, not only am I going to see this pi- these pictures, but we're going to lose the channel. Like, right, right. That's how we. Swoop, it's going to be over. That's how we and, get strike number two in ninety days, and we're not trying to yeah. do that yet. Yeah, and so I was like, all right. So good end. news. Good news. It's for salvage of the show. <laughs> <laughs> good news, by the way. There is a reward to this game. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> And it's not anything, you know, I don't want you to panic or whatever. It is something that I know that you're going to enjoy. All right? Okay. It is a mint condition copy of the video cassette tape Kangaroo Jack, a $14.57 value. (laughs) Still in the wrapper, if you can believe it. Uh, That is, if you... (laughs) If you win, you will get this brand new-ish mint condition kangaroo jack. All right, I'm actually going to keep it here. Because, you know, like in game shows when they're like, 
All right, this final question for all the for the reward. Kangaroo Jack. The audience can see it, but I'm gonna give you this. Oh, hold on. I'll hold on. Okay. There you, you tell go. Tell me. Ready? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much. I, that's how excited I am. All right. So I'm going to. What I'll do is I will, as I'm asking the question, I will have it on my face, and then I'll switch it to your face. Take your time. <laughs> Okay, because uh -huh. you need to, and you, we're not, we're not Jeopardy here. We, you don't have to answer specifically in a certain way. Do okay. your best to say whether it's Yemen's well of Barhout or <laughs> the artificial neovaginal reconstruction. Okay? okay, so just do your best. Can I just okay. go Yemen or artificial? Can we just do your best I'm to give to me a little more, words. just to be oh, specific? Yeah, okay. I want to be a minute. little specific. If you want to write it down, on, that's one fine. Favor. Yeah, because I can remember the Yemen part. That's not <laughs> difficult. That's not the issue. Yeah, it's the... Yeah, that's not the issue. Okay, so artificial... Uh, hold on. Official, right? Mm -hmm. Artificial... You were saying? Mm -hmm. uh, artificial neo-vaginal. Oh, neo-vaginal. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is this... Do you think they named it after the... <laughs> The Matrix? The, yes, I do. The Matrix brothers who... <laughs> I think became, that's where they got I, the name, actually. They became girls, and they're like, all right, it's a neo-vaginal then. You know, I wonder how much trouble it was for them to, like, adjust the credits to where instead oh, of saying the Wachowski like brothers, brothers to, the, to oh, now right, saying yeah, the Wachowski yeah. sisters, I wonder how much, like, what the logistical impact Did was. Did they go back that. and do it? I don't know. We'll never know. I haven't... I haven't... <laughs> I'd have to watch The Matrix again. It's a different guy. It's a different set of, set of brothers, I think. No, I know, but then. you and I both know. In a world where, like, George Lucas will go back and put in new scenes into the old movies, there's nothing, there's no reason why. It, like, imagine the negotiations. Uh, okay, uh, brothers, I mean, sisters. Oh, that'd be awful. We, we want you to do a new Matrix movie because we have HBO Max and we really want to bust out of the gate with this okay but we need access access to what the first three <laughs> matrix movies yeah but it's your movie what do you mean <laughs> don't you guys have the original cuts <laughs> yeah why do you not, do not don't you guys did you just call us guys <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh um, they just misgendered yeah. the wachowski sisters oh my goodness I, George. I you know what i heard that they didn't invite um Lawrence Fishburne. And for well, that, I, it's because he's a because he's a terrible bigot. We all know <laughs> that Lawrence Fishburne is a terrible, disgusting bigot. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, so Speaking let's. Which, if you look at this, we're just going to stop it right there, and I'm just going to let that be a cut. No, no, please go ahead. I thought you were going to like try to cancel that. Was was no, why I was, I was trying to stop say, you. No, I was going to say. In addition, if you look at oh, Lawrence yeah, yeah, Fishburne's please. in Lawrence Fishburne's face. There's actually a replica Yemen hole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to scale Yemen hole, a uh, well of barbell. That's right. So artificial neo-vaginal. Correct. Reconstruction. Yes, sir. Construction. Okay. And then right. Yemen's well of barhout. Yes. You got that one. Or you could just say oh, Yemen's well, because I assume there's only one. I <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because they're like it's a sinkhole, and there are sinkholes everywhere. But this is like the one. This is it. Yeah, this is That's Yemen's it. one 
sinkhole. If you um, look at one of those pictures again, though, by the way, it just looks like a bunch of pock marks with it open. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me let me jump pock back. Marks in hair, you know. Let me. Uh, I can actually jump back to one of the. How's this it's one? It's that one. This yeah, is the one. one that looks like a bee hole. Dude, it looks like a bunch of zits like that were popped already around the new one. Mm. You know what I mean? So this is the fresh one. Yeah. Right. This is the fresh one. And the other ones are being hidden by hair covering and, you know. This is this is a disgusting conversation that I'm not willing to have. Now let's play our game uh, Yemen's Well of Barhout or Artificial Neovaginal Reconstruction. Let's let's take it back to a G rating. Dude, are you seeing this picture? No, wait. You, oh, the, the old one. The, oh, one, the pretty word. one? I didn't realize there was a man in it. What are we talking about? Oh, the pretty one. Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah, on. The, hold pre on. the pretty picture. The pretty a man. The pretty well it just, hole. Yeah, dude. I just looked at that and I was like, imagining. The Do you have my cell phone charger? <laughs> Did I leave my wallet down there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How Sorry. deep is it? I don't know. I don't know. That's what um, she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some guy <laughs> echoing to himself, telling jokes. <laughs> Uh, which is like the he's like a kindred spirit of ours, right? Yeah, I would go to that edge and go, my wife. I would do. Um, I don't have a good one for this. I can't top that. All right. Uh, so here's the first question. Now right. remember, the rules of the game are simple. I say a fact, and you tell me whether or not I'm talking about Yemen's well of Barhout or an artificial neovaginal reconstruction, like you would find on a transgender male to female. Okay. Yes, right. Question number one. <clears throat> Located in Al-Mahara, Yemen. Hmm. Oh, I thought there was more. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to go with my gut. And I'm going to say <laughs> Yemen's well of bar Very good. Very good. That's one point on the board for you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next question. Invented by gynecologist Dr. Burrow in 1956. Am I talking about Yemen's Well of Barhout or the artificial neovaginal reconstruction? I have to tell you, Tom, I am leaning one way, but <laughs> the doctor's last name is making it difficult. Can be tough. The doctor's last name sounds an awful laugh. Uh, like a hole in Yemen. <laughs> it's I don't and I don't know if that's intentional. Yeah, it's very. That may make it difficult. <clears throat> you know what I'm gonna say though? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the artificial neovaginal <laughs> reconstruction at the risk of having some real egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I am delighted to tell you that you are correct. Uh, the yes. fact that it was a gynecologist, I I would have hoped would have had some kind of impact on your decision. Uh, it did, but it's it's holes all around. <laughs> you never know. You never can't tell with it's, these things. Maybe he, maybe uh, spelunking was a hobby of his. It's tough mm -hmm. to say. Uh, question number three: First explored by the Omen Cave Exploration Team (OCET) for short, who reached the bottom on September fifteenth, two thousand and twenty-one. I know you had uh, announced that you knew of some goings-on recently. Uh, was yes. this one of those things that you were that, aware of? 
that was indeed the thing. And I want to make it, so I will say Yemen's well of Beirut, but I want to make it clear when, you know, we were worried, you know, we're saying, oh, it's a gynecologist, you would think it would be a little more obvious. I want to push back a little bit on that. Indiana Jones was a history professor. Mm. And he was swashbuckling, whip-smacking, gun-toting, fedora-donning, adventurer So, you know, finding a hole in the desert... <laughs> it does not require... It does not yeah. sound like something a gynecologist wouldn't do. <laughs> all right, all right, you have made your point, and I accept it. Duly noted, okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, here's a tough one. Also mm-hmm. known... Alright, am I talking about the well of Barhout, Barhout or mm-hmm. an artificial neovaginal reconstruction when I say <laughs> that it is also known as a penile skin inversion vaginoplasty with or without scrotal skin, skin grafting. Uh, and I repeat that. Also known as a penile skin inversion <clears throat> rhino, vi, vaginoplasty with or without mm. scrotal skin grafting. Am I talking about Yemen's well, or am I talking about a male-to-female transition transgender's vagina? Mm. You know, in the articles I read, Tom, they said there was, uh, the locals said there was a particular odor. <laughs> and the explorers <laughs> claimed to have found snakes with (laughs) snakes with no color (laughs) so which one are you thinking which way are you leaning yeah um (laughs) you know this might be in spite of my better judgment but i'm gonna go with the artificial neo-vaginal reconstruction you are correct you are correct wow i did not see that one coming a whole river of snakes I, it could have been a pussy, you know. You know I mean? And I thought I thought you were going to steal one of my jokes there, which is why I wanted to interrupt you. Um, mm-hmm. Which and and I want to reach out to the audience here. Mike in Manitoba actually said both holes sound scary, uh, and it sounds like we're we're talking about Trudeau here, um, because <laughs> if you didn't know, Mike in Manitoba, I don't know if you know where he's from. Manitoba. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so you do know him. Okay. Well, um, we used to hang out in the FOJ live shows after we had you on. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I forget. For sure. You know, Mike. That's the thing about Mike is he's like so he's so loyal to his friends. Like he's the truest of mm-hmm. friends. He will stick it out with you. If like you're like he'd come to what you call him Skinwalker tapes too. Like and he'd tune in or whatever if I was going nice. to be on there and talking shit or whatever. Uh, he'd mm-hmm. pop in. So let's move on. I'm going to get to the tougher questions because the next question, oh. and I think you would have gotten it, complications include prolapse, uh, <laughs> stela formulation, stenosis, mm-hmm. and colitis. Uh, that one would have been the the male-to-female neovaginal um, reconstruction, mm. but okay. I know you would have known that or whatever. It's a little tough, but I think Did based you, off of our last discussion. Colitis? Colitis, yeah. Colitis. You Did, you, colitis. <laughs> Did you know that when that happens to a artificial neo-vaginal reconstruction <laughs> the tool that is used to be inserted and fix the problem is called a kaleidoscope <laughs> that can't be right 
<laughs> what good is a kaleidoscope going to do in there? Come on. All right, all right, all right. It's a pair of scissors is what you're thinking of for a colitis. Oh, <laughs> I think geez. colitis is when the skin grows together inappropriately. I don't know. We might need Superfan to weigh in on that because he's a little more yeah. knowledgeable on that sort of stuff than I am. Uh, so here's where the, tr the questions get really tricky, and I hope, I hope we're not putting at risk your near mint condition copy of <laughs> Kangaroo Jack on video cassette. Uh, Let me tell you, I'm swinging 100%, so depending, I could get, I don't know how many I have to get right, but I'm 100% right now. Every, oh, every of one of them you have to get oh, right. Goodness. So oh, be prepared. High stakes. Okay? High stakes. Yeah. And I want you to think outside the box on this one, okay? <laughs> because I want you to win. I, I, there's no, there's no benefit to me keeping you from the kangaroo jack <laughs> so i want you to win it you know the producers okay. we've already factored it into the budget in fact i got with the guy from wow. sdny who reached out on fiverr and he found you know he was the one who found the gift um he's like good day mate good day mate i've got <laughs> put down your dingo i've got some news for you uh, so, uh, like I said, I want you to think outside the box for these next ones. This, now, am I talking about Yemen's Well of Barhout, or am I talking about the artificial neo-vaginal reconstruction when I say that it is nicknamed the Well of Hell? You know what? I was thinking it has to be the vagina because it's just too funny for a male gynecologist not to do. But every article I've read has that in the title. <laughs> I can't read it. Yes? No, it's all blurry. It's all blur. Ah. Oh, you're texting me. Oh. Hmm. I don't Bold. think that was me texting you. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was actually. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna leave that alone. Okay. I'm going to go with both. Correct. Very good. Okay. Whoever I don't know, like what last minute thing impacted your decision that made you think, oh, well, you know what, it was both. Yeah. But you're you, correct. It was. It was a text message from across the border. Oh. Yeah, from Yemen. Which one. From Yemen, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, a Yemeni. It was a Yemenese gynecologist. So, was his name Doctor Burrow? All Dr. right. So, Perfect. so nicknamed the Well of Hell. Your answer is both oh. the yeah. the vaginal um, reconstruction as well as Yemen's Well of Barhout. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd be correct. Both yes. both are nicknamed the Well of Hell. Uh, yeah. Now. We're going to get into some tougher ones, a little bit more specific. Has a circular entrance that measures about 30 meters wide at the surface and 112 meters deep. Mm. Am I talking about the Well of Barhout or the artificial neovaginal reconstruction? Mm. Hmm. Um, Andre the Giant is dead. <laughs> Sean Bradley and Manute Bull, I believe, are also dead. 
So I'm going to go with can you said more specific, so I can't say both again. Well, no, no, no. Mm. Oh, both. Yeah, obviously. I'm sorry. You said that's the only thing that had me stopping from saying both because it was specifics. So I thought, all right. When I say it, specific, I mean I'm going to include some like actual metric oh, data, very, right? I see. Gotcha. But I want you to know. Okay. But yeah, if, if both is what you're going with, you would be correct. It is both. Both yes. the uh, artificial neovaginal reconstruction and Yemen's well of bar out <laughs> are 30 meters <laughs> wide on the surface and 112 meters deep. Uh, now, all right, here's some uh, geography. Uh, is it geology? Geology. Some. Ge I hope you're up on your geology. Uh, known for the growth of... My nickname of... used to be Dirt McGirt. Dirt McGirt. Well, then you'll appreciate <laughs> this one. Uh, known for both... Or known for the growth of stalagmites, stalactites, cave pearls, and other rocky formations. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. See... It's, 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 dip well, hold on. It's not, because on the one hand, a, a brand new artificial neo-vaginal reconstruction may not have all of those attributes, but I would also say after a weekend, they would. So, you know what? I'm going to go both. I'm risking it. I'm going both. You're correct. You're, you're... Yes. Your Amazing. risk was uh, well Amazing. placed because I guess both. You know what? When you have an artificial <laughs> neo-vaginal reconstruction, you know these you, things. You don't waste time. <laughs> you don't yeah. waste time using it, and that's where you get your <laughs> cave pearls. This is a tough one. Okay. Packed with dead birds. <laughs> <laughs> Am I talking about <laughs> Yemen's well of Barhout? Or am I talking about an artificial neo-vaginal reconstruction? I think... <laughs> I'm gonna have to go... With both. I'm gonna go with both. <laughs> Man, those things are lousy with dead birds. Uh, yeah. Alright. Question number ten. There's only four more, okay? Alright. <laughs> and I think you're 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 you've figured it out by now. Mm -hmm. There is little oxygen or light and no <laughs> ventilation at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. What am I talking about? I'm gonna go with both. You're going with both. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Yes. Question eleven. According to folklore, it was created as a prison for gin. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, <laughs> when in the article I read, the researchers found no gin. Oh, that's a shame. So, and so part of me wants to say artificially intentional, <laughs> because if you didn't find it in Barhout, then it has to be. <laughs> I mean, why would the locals lie about it? Uh, you never know. You're going to have to go with your gut on this one. Did you want to phone a friend? Oh, I have no friends. I Wait. I'm going to go with... 
<laughs> I'm going to go with both. I'm gonna okay, both. well, you nailed it. Uh, both yes. is the correct okay. answer. Okay. Um, question number 12 <laughs> of 13. You're very close to winning oh, this, is incredible. this mint condition <laughs> of 1457 value. Wow. In case anyone can't see that. 1457 value. <laughs> Kangaroo wow. Jack video cassette tape. Mm -hmm. uh, it will. Now, here's the thing. You can walk away now. <laughs> For this near mint copy. Now, you'd be foregoing the, the Kangaroo mint. Jack mint right. condition, right? right. 1457 value. For an opened near mint <laughs> copy of Beverly Hills Ninja on video cassette. Hmm. Rewound. Wow, rewound. You don't find that. Can't beat that. You okay. know what? I'm going to keep. I, you know what? I'm going to keep playing. Okay. Because Farley has gotten so much attention of late and people have forgotten about kangaroo jack and i think it's about time <laughs> i carried on his name his okay legacy. your you funeral know. your funeral <laughs> uh my, my neo-vaginal funeral yep your knee your neo-vaginal reconstruction uh it will according to superstition suck in nearby objects am i talking about yemen's wella barhout are artificial neovaginal reconstructions. Hmm. Wow. I mean, the laws of thermodynamics <laughs> say that it should be the well. But we also know, and Tom, I think from your experience, if a, <laughs> if a, person with a vagina needs a ride home that vagina will suck in anything and it's oh no doubt yeah horrific. so you know does the re does the artificial neo-vaginal neo <laughs> reconstruction have the same power as a true pussy would and i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> no yes way, i'm no gonna way. go with both i'm going both okay are you sure is that your final answer Yes. Okay. You're correct. It is both. Yes. Both Yemen's yes. well bar out and artificial neovaginal reconstructions will, in fact, according to superstition, mm -hmm. suck in nearby objects. Okay? So mm. you got to be careful mm. around both. Right. <laughs> All right. That's final question. Hanging over the side. <laughs> now, final question is my... I have to talk you at this point this is kind of like a you know in those moments where like uh who wants to be a millionaire you know they mm -hmm. really try to push it on you or like what's that briefcase game where they gotta like oh, make uh, a deal yeah deal I gotta no try deal? to yeah I gotta try to deal or no deal you here um okay if you okay. if you're right on this final question before I even give you what it is mm -hmm. this is what's on the line okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> put this can I put this here? Yeah, there we I, go. There's I, the amount of sunglass cool on that one section. He's got a Brooklyn sweatshirt, zip-up sweatshirt on. I yeah, don't know if you've can't... ever seen that on a kangaroo, but that's no. what this movie's about. <laughs> you know that? 
Can I also tell you that for this time period, it's one of the few movies with an anthropomorphic animal that doesn't star Whoopi Goldberg in one way or another. I didn't know that. I did know I am aware of the film Madagascar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to say that. Now, you've already... You've already taken this? We're not even worried about Beverly Hills. Now... Right. Kangaroo Jack, if you get it right. Now, I'm not going to pretend like that's not a grand prize. Because that is a grand prize. That's something that I think we all want. If I could take it home right now, I would, believe me. (laughs) (laughs) We're not in my home right now. (laughs) This is not not something I picked up today physically (laughs) and have held in my hands. (laughs) But, I will tell you, Mm -hmm. in its mint condition, in its still in its wrapper... Mm. I can get you if I can get you to walk away I'd like to make a deal with you are you willing to make a deal with me or at least consider a deal with me I'm listening okay I'm listening if you recall the year was 1996 (laughs) Will Smith Tommy Lee Jones okay Mm -hmm. VHS cassette men in black is it is it rewound or not you tell me. No. It is. It is? Oh, I, okay. The Boom. print is too small. Yes, yes it is. Okay. Men in Black. And you know what? To sweeten the deal? Mm-hmm. 1993 Academy Award winner, Al Pacino. Scent of a Woman. Wow. VHS cassette. Huh. Is can it we rewound? ask the audience? Can we get a, can we get a number one not quite rewound all the way. <laughs> looks, like, looks like someone hastily returned it. Mm-hmm. Do we want to ask the audience? Is that what you want? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd like to see what they think. Like, can we get a number one for Kangaroo Jack? Or number two for what you're selling me now? Yeah. Kangaroo Jack, drop a number one in the chat. Men in Black 1 and mm-hmm. Scent of a Woman. Drop right. a number two and help Jerry make a decision. Okay? Until then, you know, we're going to give you 10 seconds to decide. Let us know what you think Jerry should do. Until then, yeah. how do you feel so far, Jerry? What do you think of this? What do you well, think you know of what I've been distracted out? by? I've What's been that? thinking about that guy in the picture again. And <laughs> what I'm thinking is. Do you think he had an artificial neo-vaginal reconstruction? <laughs> and and the whole, the Yemen well of Barut sucked in his new pussy into its earth pussy. Is earth pussy, is that something? You know, and I'm going to tell you this right now, Jerry. I, <laughs> I don't like the word pussy. Wow. When we're... I don't. I don't. You would think a disgusting human being like myself who, like, uses every profane word in the book. Now, let me clarify. I don't like the word pussy when Mm -hmm. referring to a vagina. I think it's filthy. I think Mm. it's disgusting. And I don't think there's any place for it in, 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 in dialogue at all. However, I, as a patriot, as someone who respects the freedom of speech... Mm-hmm. I will still laugh when people use the word <laughs> pussy because I think it's funny in that regard. But I personally, 
would never, under mm. any circumstances, refer to the vagina as a pussy. It makes me physically uncomfortable. Mm. But I just wanted to put that out there. But Earth Pussy, do I make an exception for that? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, because okay. it's silly. But I will call someone a pussy because calling someone a pussy... Pussy is short for pusillanimous, I believe is the term. Um, so really? when you refer... Yeah, if you call someone a pussy... You're referring to that word, pusillanimous, which is an wow. adjective uh, referring to somebody as being a coward. So See, I thought that was a prehistoric dinosaur that was um, in the land before time that I probably earned nope. during my reading club in fifth grade. And I got my personal pan pizza plus a land before time pussyosimus or whatever you just said you are thinking of a pachycephalosaurus so let's reach let's go back to the chat here we have the results are in mike mm -hmm. in manitoba said go for the kangaroo jack megabit mm -hmm. said go for he said take take what you've got and run because that's right. a dad right there all right yeah megabit yeah. he's a dad he knows where the responsible decision is he knows that hey sometimes you gotta go you gotta it's take also what you got. And go home. It's two movies for one. Smart, yeah, two you know for I mean? one. I, yeah. 1993 Academy Award winner Al Pacino. Remember mm -hmm. when he goes, "If I was the man I was 30 years ago, I'd take <laughs> a flamethrower to this place." Remember that's what he says yeah, um, in the final scenes. Great scene, great speech that he gives, but he's not a snitch. Remember, remember that. Mm -hmm. Great that's scene. Right. Smart move. I think that would be I. I personally, but I have to remain, you know, right. distance You're, from you have this. To stay neutral. Yeah. Right. But I think Megabit's got a point. Uh, but then we've also got Hair Air Ginger. He says one. He says go for the Kangaroo Jack. Your face right. asks a very reasonable question. Is Kangaroo mm. Jack vaccinated? The answer is no. Okay. Wow. Unexpected considering the Australian heritage. Yep. Do what you can with that. Well, you understand uh, Australia is going through some very interesting stuff uh, right now with the quarantine yeah. camps and everything. So let let me. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna walk away from this conversation. I'm gonna push away completely, and I'm gonna put it on you. What do you think? Where's your head at? You know, there's. Do you remember you mentioned Batman earlier, and there was a story when Michael Caine and Christian Bale were discussing the mo the motives of the Joker. Mm -hmm. And and Michael Caine told the story of how he was in Africa and they were trying to do whatever they were doing. And he said, you know, we would hand out these gems, beautiful, expensive gems all over the place. And this one guy would just take it and throw it and, you know, not give a shit. And it was like, what's precious to one is what, you know, is, is a joke to the other kind of thing. Sure. In sure. my head. And I think that it's time that Kangaroo Jack went from joke to precious. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Kangaroo Jack. I respect that decision. Um, All right, good. I try to Let's not laugh. I'm trying not to. I'm trying <laughs> to take this very seriously because it's very it's a very serious thing. 
Well, but, I'm taking it seriously. What, I mean, no, I respect that, and I highly respect. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, yeah, I wish my good. final question would have been funnier. <laughs> it's unfortunately it's not. Um, okay, all right. But it is a tough one. Okay, oh, could go either way because realistically, I think the answer. No matter what you say here, I could mm -hmm. say you were correct. And I think yeah. everybody at home would believe, would believe it. right, mm -hmm. because it's Good. such a, but there is one correct answer. So you've got a 33% chance, right? 33.3, right. repeating, of course. Yeah. Question number 13, for Kangaroo Jack, a $14.57 value. Those who are familiar with it believe that it is bad luck to even talk about it. Am I talking about Yemen's Well of Barhout? Or am I talking about the artificial neovaginal reconstruction of a male to female transgender? Jerry, you make your decision. I just need a minute. I'm talking to God. That's intense. Just to even look at it while I'm thinking. That's intense. You know what? <clears throat> you know, sometimes when you go to Vegas, you got to ride the sevens. You know what I'm saying? I get it. And I'm going to say both. I don't think it would be fair for me to just say whether you were correct or not. There it is. Both. Holy crap. Both. I can't believe this. I never win anything. This is, I mean, you know, I won my wife's hand in marriage. I won the fertility fertility game with the kit. Yeah, sure, but. What'd you just win Jack. today? Kangaroo Jack. I've never seen this happen. <laughs> in one time of playing this game. <laughs> I've never seen this happen. It's the I first time the I've ever seen this happen. <laughs> It's good to see. You. It's good to see you finally. It's good to see somebody finally win Kangaroo Jack on VHS cassette. Um, I mean, I feel honored, and I want to just thank the chat. You know, um, <laughs> they believed in you. They believed in me, most of them, except for hold on, wait a minute, uh, Who Megabit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Megabit, huh? Yeah, Megabit with his uh, scent of a woman. Look. I realize Vincent D'Onofrio hasn't exactly swung and hit a home run a lot lately, and that makes you feel a bit more fondly about Men in Black. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that film. Yeah. It's Kangaroo Jack. I don't know why you're picking on Vincent D'Onofrio when he's been in, like, long-running um, Law and Order. What's the thing that he was in all the time? SVU? No. SVU. He was not in SVU. No, sir. He was no. in the one with the monkey woman. Yeah, it was Law and Order. Um, uh, uh, Criminal only... Minds? Criminal no. Justice? I think it was Only Rapes. No, they... SVU yeah. was a different guy. That was Spangler. Oh. He's now, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, he's now in organized crime. I don't know if you know this, but I like was actually? just... 
Yeah, no, I was, listen, no, no, no. He was, I just recently learned this today. He's in uh, Spangler. He is no longer with the hot one from SVU. He's now doing organized crime units. So, and he's got like this goatee, right? So this is what he looks like, right? He's got a very thick goatee. Yeah, yeah. Right? But it's just... I don't like it. No. It's totally different. You know what it really reminded me Criminal of as intent, I was watching it? That's the one. Um, that You know what he really reminded me of when I was watching and I was thinking about Spangler and the journey that he's taken? Uh, mm. I thought of the, the video game Splinter Cell. Remember? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember the game, sure. Yeah. He, he went from one thing to another to another, and now he's on this whole other thing, Blacklist, where he was the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, double agent. You know, Spangler, he's kind of taken a... He's, he's, he's gone from one thing to another, and it's very Dude, interesting. Dude, when I think of it's Spangler... It's fun to see that. I think of two things. I would imagine one. you think of Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> yeah, so three initially. Things. <laughs> yeah, first. But I would say... Did you ever watch that show where... Um, Patton Oswalt was the donkey voice in his head. You ever heard oh, of that show? Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's a different guy, I think. No, no, he's the guy. He's the guy from SVU. No, I don't or think no. that's right. I think that's a yeah, different he's guy. Yeah, he's the guy who was in um, uh, uh, What Hot American Summer, and he had sex with the soup can. No, you're thinking of um somebody completely different who's um <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember see now uh let me see law and order right svu obviously right. very heinous terrible mm -hmm. stuff who's right. the guy's name christopher maloney is the guy's right. name mm -hmm. he was in um you know what popped up as i was clicking that uh this picture of somebody working out and i want to say this i want to say something i've been you know a lot of you know me as fat tom is what mm -hmm. you call me in the chat wow. when you like when you say these funny jokes about oh fat tom fat tom you have like these rhymes that you like to say about me but here's the thing i've actually been exercising a great deal lately uh to prepare for the um the upcoming uh armageddon Right, and then for right, also yeah. disclosure of aliens, so I've been actually training a great deal, and you know what it was? I'll tell you what. When you told me about Pop Squad, and every time I yeah. heard the guy say, "Stay outside my arms reach," <laughs> I wanted to be that guy who was like, because I used to be that guy. I used to be mm -hmm. the guy that people stayed outside of my arms reach because they didn't <laughs> want to get their ass beat, right? Right. Because I could, and they and they knew it just by looking at me. And then I lost all that because I got fat. Mm. I yeah. just, I really yeah. did. And I, I, I did, um, I don't know if I should start another channel about my weight loss journey, but I have, I have started exercising a great deal because I want to be that guy you again. You had me at butt fat. <laughs> right, right. That's the, that's the channel that I'm going to start. You had me at, <laughs> you had me at, you know, uh, you know, 5% uh, BMI or whatever. Um, but no, I want to be that guy again who, like, when people see me, I don't have to say, you want to stay outside my arm's reach. I want people to just instinctively just stay know. outside of my arm's reach again. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what, I started working out again. And plus, you know, I, and, and here's where we get to the, 
you know, we're in the last 10 minutes of the episode, and, you know, it's the 100th episode. We should bestow upon the viewers some kind of information that they can take. And, and that's always been our thing, right? Is um, That's always been our thing, you and me, Jerry, right? Yeah. I'm just going to totally dismiss Dustin originally and then V for, like, 80 episodes, which let me... Let me suck V's. Oh, no, you were right. It was Happy. He was the guy. That mm -hmm. was the guy you were talking about. And he about. was you also right. about how to American Summer. I don't know why I challenged you. Um, I don't... Well, you don't... You haven't had enough history of me, you know. You were like, true. oh, wow. So you could you could tell me what an artificial... <laughs> artificial neo-vaginal... So you know what is. an artificial vaginal reconstruction is. Big freaking right. whoop. Um... <laughs> But no, you were right. You're you're right. That's the guy. Um, you know, and I often confuse him. There was a movie I watched with Fifty Cent where there was a guy who kind of looks like him who was also in it. Uh, oh. Anyways, there's another guy out there who looks a lot like him with a goatee, so who looks just oh, like him like this. Um, but anyways, I digress. So to suck V's dick a little bit here, real quick, I will okay. say this about V, and this will be mm -hmm. the last thing I say about V. And I'm going to say it like I'm angry at him, and I'm not. <laughs> like, he and I are still tight. But, uh, no, V, he came along when I needed somebody to step in and temporarily be um, the co-host on the show. And he stepped in with the intention of being the co-host for, like, a couple episodes until I could find someone better. And then he ended up being the co-host for 80 episodes, almost. So, oh, I, wow. have, I have nothing bad to say about V. He is one of my very best friends for years and years and years almost you know 15 20 years now and so i i would never say anything bad about him and i wish him the best he's got a lot of big things i hope that you follow even if it means going on and ignoring us or whatever and following v's career i expect i anticipate big things from v and i hope for big things for v because i he's 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 going back and he's doing some stuff with uh institutional learning um going on and furthering education institutional education so it's very cool stuff that he's doing he's uh he, he's he's doing big things he's making big changes in his life and i for one am incredibly supportive when he said that he wanted to move on i didn't argue with him and i think he expected me to argue with him and i didn't i said no no you did more than i ever expected you to do and i appreciate it goodbye you're you're right. you're leaving does not hurt me I wish you would stick around forever, but I know that you have other stuff that you've got to do. Um, and he did. He went on and he's doing his own thing, and I'm very happy for him. And I hope that you will join me in saying, in, in, in wishing the best of V and all the great things that he has going on in the future. And one day, I still, I, I maintain that I will see his name on the silver screen, on the little screen, on the big screen, on all sorts of screens. I will see his name up in big letters and anything that i can do to support him i i will and i hope that you will all do the same anytime that v reaches out to you and says hey you know can you do me a solid i hope that you will do him a solid um and uh beyond that um i forget i forget where i was gonna go after that oh the the yeah yeah that's right that's right the, we had some kind of like learning experience, right? So with wives and and exercising and stuff like that. And I had talked, to, I had joked about. I my intention was to get back to a point where I could. People just instinctively avoided me because they didn't want to get within an arm's reach of me, which is what you should always want to be as a man. You should for your wife, 
she should always want to be within that circle for your children they should always want to be within that circle for your neighbors your close friends they should always want to be near that circle because they know that you will get in front of them uh but for anybody who doesn't know you or anybody who isn't within those particular whatever uh groups they want to avoid that circle certainly the enemies of you and your family would want to avoid that circle because they do not want to get within an arm's reach of you and there was another thing that i thought about and this was some time ago i was thinking about husbands and wives being um an investment right you invest mm. in your wife yes because you expect that they will do this this and this you have certain expectations of your wife you expect that they will be a loving wife you expect that they will be true to you you expect that they will bear you children whatever it is maybe you don't expect any of any one of those things but you expect certain things of your wife yes. likewise you as a man because typically that's who's listening to this show is men. <laughs> so demographics wise based on what i have looked at the analytics uh it's mostly men if you are a man and you have a wife or you have a fiance or you have a serious girlfriend or you are looking to what you need to do as a man there are certain expectations of you as a man fiance husband serious boyfriend whatever and your wives or these female partners are expecting of you certain things they are investing in you as you invest in them so there's a certain expectation that you will be an appreciating asset the physical body will wear away we all know that as human beings right we know that your physical body will wear right however you could do your best to combat that right um just because your physical body is going to wear away over time or is going to age or is going to whatever whatever word you want to use uh just because your body is going to wear away doesn't mean that you can't do your best to slow that down to make it last a little bit longer than it would have if you just let it go uh because i was one of those guys i was one of those guys who just let it go i started eating junk food late at night i would drink a soda at night i would not drink as much water i hardly ever exercised uh and it got to a certain point where i realized that i needed to be a better investment for my wife because my wife invested in me as a 19 year old um see i screwed up right i <laughs> you know i met my <laughs> wife when i was 19 uh she invested in me when i was 19 when i was in the prime of my life when i was in fact working my way up to my prime in life uh and and mike here says to find and marry the right woman first you have to be the right man is what dad in manitoba said um <laughs> so yeah you have to continue to try to be your best now if you met the right woman she's going to know that you're trying and that you're not necessarily your best but that you're actively trying to be that good person for her um 
But that's a, a big reason why I started working out again. My wife had been exercising a great deal. She had spent a long time exercising. She goes to Zumba. She goes to strength training. She goes to all this exercise. Um, and I think because she expected, I mean, she had birthed for me three children, three healthy children. And mm. that was my expectation of her. Um, uh, yeah. And then Jack says, when I come on again and I say the <laughs> N-word a bunch of times. Um, but she, I think she recognized, hey, I need to try to get back to something of what my husband, as if I gave a shit. I love my wife. I love her when she was, you know, her 21. I didn't meet her until she was 22 or 23. Uh, you know, I loved her at that age and that whatever. Uh, and I love her at, I loved her at her worst, quote unquote, what she considers to be her worst, when she had just birthed our third child. I loved her the same then. And I love her now. Because she works and she she tries her best to be... She sacrificed her body for me, for our children, and for our marriage. The least I can do is get my butt out of bed and go to the gym, right? <laughs> so I want you guys to know that. Anybody who is listening right now is if you have a significant other and you think, Oh, I'm already... Because this is the joke, right? I'm already married. I've already got kids. It's cheaper to keep me than it is to divorce me, right, and get rid of me. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's like the attitude that we have. My wife is out here trying to lose weight because she just had a baby and she wants to feel sexy again and she wants to wear lingerie again or whatever. Um, but you're still sitting here eating ho-hos or whatever at night. You know, that's... I encourage you to do the opposite. I encourage you to also exercise. Not necessarily with her. I don't expect you to go and get into Zumba with her and start doing... Because I would never survive in a Zumba class. I'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> but while she's in Zumba, you bet your ass I'm in the weight room lifting to my to to to, to muscle uh, burnout or whatever muscle failure. You better believe I'm in there doing that. And then I go home and I drink a muscle shake and I take it easy on junk food that I eat. And I hope that you do the same. Those of you who are married and those of you who are aspiring future married folks and those of you young married folks and those of you megabit i'm going to call you out by name because i know that you're a young dad and i was a young dad at one point and at the time i had the benefit of being in the army still so i was forced to be in a physical condition right um you're not necessarily forced to be in that position i encourage you to if your wife feels like she needs to exercise go with her you know and and everybody, I hope that you will see this as I'm, I'm. I'm pushing this on all of you because I'm the guy who's all of a sudden like, oh, you should be, <laughs> you fucking fat asses, right? No, I'm that guy who's all of a sudden like, I knew that and I blew it off this whole time. And I, but I hope that you will learn from my mistakes and you will go on and you will cherish your marriage, um, in. And you will also try to be an appreciating asset for your wife who invested in you as you invest in your wives. Jerry, did you have anything that you wanted to say uh, as we close out? Uh, yeah, I guess on the other hand, if you have a wife who's like, look, I don't like exercising. You know, then just be like, that's cool. Let's not exercise together. But we could do more sexy time and lose weight that way. Yeah, or, oh, for sure. You know, 
something else. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Try to maybe buy like a Nintendo Wii so it doesn't feel like exercise. I don't know. I was just listening to you the whole time going, man, I need to fucking really get my act together. <laughs> That's all I kept hearing. So I'm like trying to say something funny while I'm sitting here going, man, I'm like 30 pounds above what I should be. And I fucking hate it or whatever, you know. And that's, but that's it. No, I honestly will say that, uh, you know, we joke around here and we talk about a wide range of things to joke about. On the other hand, I don't know. I might even be crazier than Tom in terms of like shit is hitting the fan and it's coming faster than any of us are actually going to be prepared for. So you better do the best you can because when that big build back better dick slaps you in the mouth <laughs> you know what I mean you get your your it's gonna be a hell of a wake-up call for a lot of people that are gonna be completely unprepared and you're gonna need to be at about as good as you can be so yes invest in your relationship and all that stuff absolutely but let's be real food prices are going crazy gas prices are going crazy people are going to start dying all kinds of crazy shit's going on right now you don't want to be the guy with your gut jiggling off your <laughs> like your you know your, your your dick and gut are flapping like this like, up against each other as you're running. Well, that's how i masturbate <laughs> <laughs> i can't that's run without get... jacking off <laughs> dude that's how you get your exercise in and you're jacking off you know <laughs> just get on the treadmill Jack off. There's like a big old jack off like mark on the back of the couch by my thing. No, so mm -hmm. no, Jerry's right. Like there's some stuff going on and we're gonna get into it. I'm hoping that we have time to get into it over the coming weeks. We're starting a series. We didn't get into it today because we got so we got so hung up on Jerry winning this copy of Kangaroo Jack on VHS cassette. Um but Huge yeah, I, I, I am jealous, in fact. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I would have been the one who found that copy of Kangaroo Jack. Um, a lot of stuff coming up. We have a big series that's starting next week, and I'm super excited about it. And it's, it's kind of like where I excel, right? I have my theological stuff, where I'm going to be able to talk about my theological stuff. Jerry's going to be able to talk about a lot about his survival stuff. And I think they're going to, I think we're in a position, we're in a time where both of them are going to meet and be equally as important. And I want you all to know, for the record, and I haven't run this by the wife, but if the time comes and the situation presents itself, believe me, I, I guarantee she's going to be down for it. If the situation presents itself and you guys ever need, if we come upon this like turn of events in the way the world is going, and you guys need to come together and we need to... Uh, converge upon one location old papa tom's got gotcha. you you guys are more than welcome to converge Great. upon my location and i have enough arms and uh survival stuff to get us at least started so that we can create a um you know a centralized government within our home and we can go from there and collect and survive for whatever period of time and uh but yeah just hit me up if, if if the world decides to end in the next week hit me up on the side you guys all have my <laughs> you guys all have my phone number and my emails and shit but yeah um if not we will see you guys all on wednesday i'm excited to kick off this new series uh and and, and now that we are 
back in the saddle, back with Jerry, uh, and we're back full swing into this whole thing. We look forward to seeing you next week. Jerry, with that, yeah. anything you have to shill? No, I finally have a job, and this is it. So, <laughs> you know, I shill. Follow, subscribe, what have you. Also, if you guys congregate elsewhere, I think Tom's mentioned Discord or stuff before. Uh, I don't have any other social media, so give me a reason, I guess. I have the Telegram. So if, I, I don't even remember what my name is there. I'll figure out that for <laughs> next week. I'll lure him onto the Discord, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Not even true. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. So there you go. We don't even need to shill for that. I'm good. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Are you interested in advertising on You Had Me at Bigfoot? Oh, hell no! Reach out to us at contact at youhadmeatbigfoot.com.